Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. Pea Supers, have I got a treat for you this week. It's my conversation with Nikki Hemmings, who is Lead Psychologist at Soma Analytics. We chat over a variety of topics from her work at Soma Analytics and the app they have developed and is used in organisations. We talk about evidence-based psychology and how it can be applied in organisations. And Nikki introduces us to the frog and how it can help us get stuff done. I'm going to save news and reviews for a future episode. So for the moment, just get a brew on, sit back, relax and listen. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, P-Supers. Welcome. And here I am in London on a beautiful sunny day with friend and fellow organisational psychologist, Nikki Hemmings. Nikki, welcome. Hi, Ross. Thank you very much for having me here today. It's great to have you here. Now, people will be getting used to my research department, which has its flaws, but um, <laughs> let me tell you what my notes on you say. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's got lots of words beginning with E. Okay. It says energy and exciting. I always find meeting you, you know when we have our meetups and we have coffee or lunch, yeah. I always find it very energising and exciting to meet you, to hear what's going on oh, in, in your world, to hear what's going on in science yeah. and share ideas and thoughts. Yeah. Not biased not... by the coffee then. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I also said explorer. Mm, I consider yes. you to be an explorer, like a pioneer looking for new evidence and, and how we can make that accessible to people at work. Mm-hmm. I also think you're an explorer in terms of what you do the last time, it can't have been the last time we met, but you were talking about you were refurbishing a bike or building a bike from <laughs> yes. scratch. Yes. And I was like, holy mackerel, why, <laughs> how do you do that and, and why? But how, how's that going? Oh, Black Dagger, that beautiful. Absolutely love Black Dagger. Um, so Is that the name a, of the bike? Just to that check. was the name of the yeah, bike. Right. It's actually Black Dagger 2. Um, I'm oh. not sure what happened to Black Dagger 1. But no, she was absolutely beautiful, uh, uh, a 1950s Reynolds 531 frame. Um, sadly, she's she's been retired oh. after I um, introduced her to the tarmac a little bit too quickly um, oh whilst gosh. going over um, a pothole in London. But never fear, I've, I've she's been replaced by Big Sis, who is my latest project and brings and, me much joy and happiness. And you're, you're building <laughs> Black Dagger 2 as well? well? No, Black Dagger 3 is, is oh, in the three, works. 3, is in the works. So we've kept the, the saddle of Black Dagger uh, 2 um, as, a, as a trophy on the wall at the moment. And yeah, there are plans afoot. For the wow. next one. Yeah. So you'll gather, P-Supers, that Nikki is an intrepid cyclist, but also builds stuff. Blimey. That's proper vintage. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, another E I've got here is yeah. evidence. Yes. For me, one of the things you're all about is the evidence mm-hmm. and elegance. Oh, I'll take that. Here. That's not on my LinkedIn. Well, I think, I think you need to put it that way because you also bring elegance to oh, excellent. everywhere you go. Peace because I'm not in a ball gown. I, was, <laughs> I did not bring that well, today. she says that. No, we'll put a photo on. Right? We'll put a photo up. Okay. Um, now, I was casting my mind back to the first time we met. Yes. And... We've both been students at City Uni doing a master's in org psych. And you came with young Craigie Tyndall to give a lecture <laughs> to us, you know, us youngsters. youngsters. I include myself with us <laughs> youngsters. And you were also looking for an intern. Mm-hmm. And I applied. And I always remember coming to Amia to have that interview yeah. with you. And you sat me down and you said, look, Ross, <laughs> you're not the typical intern we have here yeah. as this, speaking to this 40-odd-year-old man sitting in front of you. But... um. <laughs> 
You kind of said, we want to work with you. And and I have since yeah. then. So. Well, you're pretty cool, Ross. We saw something. And I'm oh, glad we bless did. bless you. <laughs> bless you. And there was the beginning of a very fruitful and positive relationship. I'd say energising. Evidence-based. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's my research department. It doesn't yeah. look, look like I've got any bloopers in there, but no. I probably missed lots of stuff. <laughs> I, I should say you're a lead psychologist at Soma Analytics, and you'll tell us more about that in a moment. But will, yeah. anything else to, to fill in about maybe what got you to Soma, Soma Analytics? Anything, mm-hmm. anything else to tell the P-Supers? Yeah. I feel like I have to crack out a dictionary and find go under E and see what else there is. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head with the word explore. Mm. Um, so that is my word and I'm not sure where I came across that but we're I think we're very lucky in business psychology um, and occupational psychology is that we learn a lot about self-development and career development and obviously values-led action and I you know we have to do it on ourselves to start with to know Mm. how it works Um, so I was very lucky that I I did a lot of sort of self-reflection and thinking um, straight from from the get-go and I, cre- I came across this word explore very early on in my career. And that's what I just love doing. So um, whether it's uh, exploring places, I love traveling, finding out about new cultures, whether it's about looking at, at data sets and exploring, you know, are there any links, anything, anything that we can see from that or people finding out what, you know, what makes people tick. I've always really been interested in this, this concept of explore. Um, and that's what's guided me, I think, through all of my, my different roles is being able to, to explore to learn, to find out about different things, um, sort of tra- traverse new um, uh, locations, different mm. experiences. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and I think the the things that link all of my roles is uh, science. Um, as long as I'm applying science in an evidence-based way, um, I'm a, a massive fan of that. Um, and, and learning more about that, both applying research and doing research in the workplace. I'm, I'm going to read out my values now, actually. So they are science, um, art, so I love doing creative things. I think mm. when you when you met us and when you were applying for the internship, we were building our uh, board game, uh, our right. well-being oh, board gosh. game. We got a bit bored of um, running a, an evidence-based well-being workshop, so we decided to make it into a board game. Um, so anything to do with art or creativity, thinking things mm. differently. Um, and also fun. Um, it goes back to board game as well, making sure that you know we're taking sort of quite... Um, can be very dry science and really bringing it to life and, and applying it in really, mm. really different ways and in fun ways as well, I think. And for me, that, that's what you're all about in what you do personally. Yeah. And it really shines. That's why I got Explorer yeah. from you. But yeah. it's making this science accessible. Mm. Really important. Because there's lots of stuff out there, frankly. Mm-hmm. Let me be honest here, PCFIS. Let me be honest here, Nikki. <laughs> there's lots of stuff out there that isn't science. Yes. That identifies people's types at work Mm -hmm. I was coaching someone the other day and she'd been told her personality type at work these were all related to celebrity her personality type at work was Vladimir Putin (laughs) what sort of nonsense is that yeah I'm all up for a BuzzFeed quiz um and you know massive fan of, of Pottermore it is worrying about the the amount of of stuff that's out there um, and that's why I'm still in the job that I do. Mm. I'm determined. There are some fantastic, there's some fantastic work being done out there. Yeah. And that's why I love this podcast, because you are really celebrating the people doing this work um, yeah. and really showcasing, you know, w- what can be done that, that mm. is evidence-based, that's science-backed, that really makes a difference. 
um, and to see these these being used mm. in the workplace. But there's a reason why, in that they're accessible. They've got great marketing mm. strategies, um, and to to the you know the the average person, they look fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, but we know behind the scenes, we've we've looked at the data, and well, we know that they're to support <laughs> that to I am um, Vladimir yeah. Putin forward slash Donald Trump uh, in the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrendous. Yes. Anyway, but you took out evidence base. You took out HR. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's give a shout out to shout a out. new venture. <laughs> it's from Nikki and some colleagues. Yes. It's the Evidence Based HR Forum. Uh, and this has it. recently been set up, if if I'm right. Yeah, very recently. So in the last couple of weeks, um, we've come up with a really jazzy, uh, exciting name. So it is the Evidence Based HR Forum. <laughs> Snap it. I know, right? Um, so if you Google us, we've got a, um, a LinkedIn group. So please feel free to join that. And the whole mission of that is to uh, share evidence-based practice um, across the board. So um, people who are working internally with an organisation, so HR, learning and development, recruitment, but also practitioners um, who want to bring it into their work um, as part of what they do. Um, we've got our first event on the 21st of November, 2018. Um, it was a little bit more popular than we thought. We actually sold mm. out within the first 24 hours. So mm. um, it shows that there's a lot of interest in this, which is absolutely great. Um, so that's our first event. Um, if you uh, join our LinkedIn group, you'll see the updates um, of and a summary of, of, of what we talk about that event. And, you know, we've had we've already got a waiting list of, of yeah, 20, I 30 saw. people. I, so. I need to get my name on the back of that waiting yeah, we need, list. Yeah, yeah. We've, um, we've, yeah, we'll have you as an exclusive guest, Ross, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you up on stage. But the whole aim is that it's self-running. Yeah. Everyone who comes to one of these forums is then able to, in the next event or the event after, bring their own story. And we want the good, the bad, the ugly. We want to see, you know, what are the barriers to implementing mm. research in the workplace? What's helped them? Um, you know, how have they done it for, for their specific circumstance? Because <clears throat> mm. um, everything's individual, everything's different, everything's individual. Wow. Um, so, yeah, bringing this is fantastic. Mm, so, it's so. you. Yep. It is Maddie Scott. It is, yeah. It is Craig Tendall. It is, yeah. And Rob Briner as Rob well. Rob Briner. Yep, the, yeah, the, the prophet, as it were, for um, evidence based practice. Indeed, the prophet. So, that, that's <laughs> yeah. quite a powerful. I, I like to think, that. well, those... follow them, Woo. follow all of those um, on, on Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm sure you'll post I'll put the notes. details on the on the show notes, yep. but this this sounds amazing because yeah. I think the other thing we as psychologists owe it to organizations yeah. is to build those bridges and those links with HR. Yeah, for sure. And evidence-based practice has been around for years. It initially came from um, the, the medical background. Mm. Um, and in the last 20 or so years, if not um, a little bit longer, it's come into sort of the, the HR professions. But it, it's still getting legs. There's still there's fantastic work being done, but it's but it's hidden. Um, and it is hard. It's really hard to do. Mm. Um, you know, people are busy doing it rather than than celebrating yeah. and talking about it. And we realise, you know, there's there's great work that's been done um, by people like the the Science for Work. Um, they're doing great stuff. So big shout out um, to them. Yeah. Um, there is a Centre for Evidence Based Management that have a whole range of, of resources about that. Um, but it, what's missing is the stories, mm. is the everyday, the conversations, the the support network. So it's basically a self-help group of people right. trying to bring evidence to the workplace. And I think it shows shows the thirst for this type of thing that yes. you're fully booked already and there's yeah. a waiting list. Yeah, this is fantastic. Really, really, really excited. So I'll no doubt see you at one of those in the future, PCPers. So Get yourself yeah. down on the, the waiting list and join the LinkedIn group. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant.
Now, can you tell me more about Soma Analytics, or can you tell me and the PC more? I can tell everyone about Soma Yay. Analytics. So we're we're a, a small company. We're a small startup. We're based in London, but our, our history goes back to um, we're a European company, really. Um, and I'll tell you about how we started because I think that's that's the best way of describing sort of what we do. So our founders um, were uh, working together, and one of their friends ended up being diagnosed with depression and being signed off work sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and these group of friends, they saw this happening over time. They saw their friend was was not quite themselves. They were spending a lot of time on their phone, but they weren't, you know, they didn't hadn't come across depression or um, stress-related work um, or work-related stress um, symptoms before. So they... They wanted to do more. They wanted to fix mm. it. So their their backgrounds were uh, computer science, um, an engineer, um, and a mathematician. So naturally, they thought, okay, we can fix this. Yeah. <laughs> we can fix this with wow. technology. Um, and 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 that's where it, where it started. They they quickly brought in science, um, which is fantastic. So I'm part of the science team at Soma Analytics. I'm I'm lead psychologist um, within that. And they came up with a science backed, evidence based solution to preventative uh, mental health in the workplace. Um, and that's what we do. Um, mm. So we are a smartphone app for um, for all employees, which has evidence-based interventions. So we mentioned things like ACT, CBT, mindfulness. Um, we do a lot around sleep psychology as well. Sleep's one of the biggest biomarkers of depression. Uh, so we have a sleep tracker in the app as well, as well mm-hmm. as lots of uh, information and guidance about how to sleep better. It's not just giving stats saying, oh, you, you, you didn't sleep very well last night. Yeah. It actually says, okay, you didn't sleep well last night. Here is some information that's relevant to you. We use very clever algorithms, AI, that is beyond my comprehension. You tried to explain those to me once, <laughs> yeah, I... and I was kind of like, <laughs> mind blown. But um, from what, let, let me try and say what I think, think yeah. it was. And yeah, you, yeah. you then, so, so like you say, if, if someone hasn't slept well, they'll get some particular information yeah. presented to them in really bite-sized pieces. Yeah, that's a big piece of what we do. And maybe tips and things yeah. strategies to try yeah but for me it goes back to that accessibility your role is is taking that evidence and presenting it yeah. to people in a way that's not overwhelming yeah. that's that's just so accessible and yeah. not not scary yeah i hope it's not scary um and that, i think that's that's really important that we we have science across everything we do it's not just um an intervention it's not just the information we're presenting it's how we present it Mm-hmm. Um, so we use behavioural science in making sure they're in, in bite-sized chunks. They're very simple um, little little tasks that mm-hmm. you do every day that build up over time to have big behaviour change. People are busy, you know, sitting down in a in a room for a week thinking about their their sleepers is is not something we can do. But spending five minutes a day, usually on your commute, that's usually when our mm-hmm. um, people who use the app um, uh, take part. Uh, learn a little bit about yourself, understand how you work, mm-hmm. um, and then and then put it into place. Um, and that's really important. And the, we're using technology for good. I'm a big proponent for the, the tech for good movement. Mm. We're using the how people, the data behind how people are using the app, what inputs they put in to then make it a really personalized experience, more so than um, you, you can do in, in traditional ways. Mm. And the information we're not we're sharing is not groundbreaking. There's some new research in there that's very cool, <clears throat> but it's stuff people usually know already. It might be on their company's intranet. It might be on the internet if they did a quick search, mm. but it's not accessible. They're not going to Google it and, and access it and put it into place straight away. But it's also not timely. Mm. Yeah, it's not the right time, yeah. But you're presenting it to them at a time when... Yeah. It makes sense. Yes, and they so can hopefully will chime and yeah. Oh, definitely, and they can they can set notifications to to remind them when it works for them, mm. um, and not just a specific time. We link it to existing habits. So, say brushing your teeth. 
Mm. So you're not saying, okay, I've got at eight o'clock, I need to do this. It's, oh, I'm brushing my teeth. I need to remember to wind down before bed mm. uh, in order to get a better night's sleep and wake up refreshed. So yes, that's, that's a big part of what we do. We have this, the employee app. Um, but an, another section of what we do is uh, have, we have a, an employer dashboard. So mm. some of the data from the app is taken up to uh, an employer dashboard. It's completely aggregated and anonymized, so no individual will ever be um, sure. uh, notified. And that's really, really important to us as data privacy and data security, mm. um, you know, GDR compliant. And this means that the pressure is not just on the individual to change their behavior. It's really important that we're putting pressure on the organization as well to say, mm. okay, we've got this group of people who are more stressed than the rest of the organization. How are you going to help them? What can we do? And we work with the organizations, we do consultancy with them to make sure mm -hmm. that we, we're helping provide the right resources at the right time, not just through um, the app, but through the organization as well. Um, the whole model of what we use is the job demands resources model. I'm sure you've heard about yeah. it in, <laughs> in lectures. Mm. Um, we, and that's basically our model of stress. Yeah. So uh, stress is the imbalance of the demands that are placed on us and the resources that we have to be able to deal with them. What we want to help people do is understand what that balance is mm. and build more resources to be able to deal with their demands. Um, and the resources come through the app. So whether resources like having a good night's sleep, having a, a better relationship with your colleagues, understanding a bit more about how yourself and how, how you work, building up your confidence, mm. or it might be um, uh, support through the organisation. Uh, so a better relationship with your manager, your manager be able to su support you more mm. or better access to... And the resources you need through that. Um, so yeah, working at an individual and organisational level, which is really really cool. I'm I really love that. Yeah. Love that two pronged <laughs> approach because if you're just doing one, then you're missing out on, yeah. on stuff. In a hypothetically large organisation, you yeah. could pick out some hot spots, some particular issues across yeah. the organisation, or or even a pocket where there's some there's a common theme. Yeah, it highlights areas that maybe need a little bit more of attention it prioritizes it you've only got a certain amount of resources that you yeah. can use and it's all about really targeting those specific areas mm. and that's why i'm a massive proponent for evidence-based practice that there, there's so much stuff happening mm. but we don't know if it works we don't know if it has the impact we're not asking the right questions yeah. um, whereas if we ask the right questions we know what problem we're fixing and we know if we have or haven't fixed it by by doing something about it that is, that is truly, truly inspiring what you're doing. And I love the story of where it all came from. Mm, yeah. From Christopher and... Um, Johan. Johan. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thinking about their friend and wanting to support yeah. their friend. Yeah. And, and look where it's come to. That's I know. fantastic. <laughs> we do look around now and again, oh, look, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> you know, we've got clients um, across Europe now in, in completely different sectors. So we're working with the construction industry, which is, yeah. you know... It, it, incredibly interesting industry in terms of the stigma behind mental health and there's mm. fantastic work that's being done around that we're also working really closely with the nhs um right. which just is, is so close to my heart that it's it's fantastic we're doing um some some work with them having some great feedback um developing developing our offering with them we're also working with uh, a telecommunications company so again completely different in terms of the staff that they have mm. their locations how they work um, and we've also worked with an, an elite rugby team. <laughs> so, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> we've got all sorts. <laughs> so, and, and you're, in each case, you're, I know because we've spoken before, mm. you're respecting the context you're going yes. into. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. We're all about personalization. Mm. Again, making sure that what we're saying lands right um, with the right group. Yeah. So how can people find out more about SOMA? What I'll do is I'll send you the links to our website, yeah. um, our LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, if we put it in the um, in the notes. But um, Google yeah, SOMA, you can find out more about it. Yeah, us. certainly. Yeah. It is a fantastic app. It, it's 
it's truly groundbreaking, I yeah. think, what you're doing. Oh, I, I think so. I have there's ups and downs, but um I, I think it's I'm so passionate about what we're doing and the stories we hear back from users as well. Mm. Um, you know, that that keeps me going. <laughs> and do you do you share those stories or can you share those stories? With their permission. Yeah, I think <laughs> yes. stories are so powerful. That story you've just told me yeah. about Christopher and Johan, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I think that's that touches me. Yeah, yeah, they're incredible. Mm-hmm. And it can be, you know, from from huge ones from you know, people you know, potentially committing suicide and ending their life to discovering actually, you know, they, they need to connect in um, more with their friends and family and, and getting help with that. To um, um, one of my uh, favourite little stories is uh, someone was using the sleep tracker mm. um, uh, every night. It's, you know, it's just in the just in the app, just on your phone, you put it in your bed. And um, they noticed that they weren't sleeping very well on Thursday nights and they couldn't work out mm. why on earth it was Thursday nights. So, mm. you know, they just they were quite restless and they didn't notice it, you know, when they woke up in the morning. But the sleep tracker was telling them consistently this. And then they realised that the uh, the bin men come on Friday mornings, <laughs> um, and they wake them up. And it was it was completely subconscious. They go back to yeah. sleep, but it did affect their sleep. So now on the, on that night, they they shut the window, um, so the noise is gone, and they slept through. So it's just little things like wow. that that you know um, I really enjoy. That, and that really changes <laughs> something I, I bang on about a lot on this yeah. podcast and elsewhere. Yeah. Is that behaviour change, small things can often make an enormous difference. I love that. And that metaphorical closing of the window. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's use that as a metaphor, PC. But that metaphorical closing of a window can make Mm. such a difference. Yeah. It's all about insights. It's all about, you know, learning Mm. how you work and and what environment you're in and how you work best in it. And I should say, we are recording this. I'm not sure when it will be published, but we are recording this on World Mental Health Day. Mm, Happy World Mental Health Day. Yeah. Cheers. (laughs) You mentioned a subject close to my heart, act. Yeah. Yes. So there's a bit of act in the in the air. Yes, it's not obvious yet, but I'm building it in, and we're currently working out if we can really, really go for it. Um, the main model we. <laughs> you can't see this, but I'm raising my hand. There was here. an infused response from yeah, us there <laughs> because I think I think over the weeks and months, the protocol I've been developing with Paul Flaxman yeah. is. Really taking a direction around the ACT matrix. So let's have a conversation about that and and the language we use in that. That's exactly why I'm keen to use ACT. It's all about metaphors. Mm. It's all about language. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are an app. Mm. And we're really um, pushing to get people taking the content from the app into conversations. That's a big Mm. part of what we do. It's not just in the app. It's about taking, learning about yourself, talking about it with other people, sharing um, etc creating networks and, and one way of engaging people with you know quite static content on that mm. is through metaphors is through yeah. talking about the passengers on the bus mm. which is you know is, is fantastic talking about the the act hex effects talking about what what values are, are mm. you are you using today and we've got the notifications as well so popping up you know are you using your values today mm. what directions are you going in so there's there's so much possibility with that like I said, we're already using um, mindfulness and CBT. Mm. Um, we talk a lot about that. And both are, are fantastic. You know, the, mm. the evidence base behind them is great. What I really like about ACT is that it's got movement behind it. So mindfulness is about being present with <clears throat> yourself in your yeah. moment, understanding your thoughts. ACT's about organizing your thoughts. Sorry, um, CBT is about organizing your thoughts, mm. um, understanding, you know, the challenging, hindering. But ACT really has this movement, this direction behind mm. it, which I think is fantastic. And I think you're absolutely right. I think... Mm. 
with people in an organization, if they're all using your app, they can start to use, develop a new vocabulary, a new mm. shared vocabulary, talking mm. about moving towards stuff, mm. maybe moving away from what's important. Mm. That's a that huge part of it. They can talk, yeah. I find that when we do training in organizations, ACT-type mm. training, people will talk about, ask each other, well, what passengers are showing up for you right mm. now? Yes, And yes. it's just so beautiful it's that so people good. are saying that. Yeah. Well, we have, um, we have one at Soma called, uh, Have You Eaten Your Frog Today?, you know, oh, what's your frog today? Yeah. Do you know about eating your frog? Do you know what? I don't think I do. I, yeah. It sounds familiar, but yeah, could, you, could you... Yeah, sure. So this is all about um, your frog is sort of your nastiest, wartiest task of the day. Um, so what have you got on your to-do list that you're just dreading? You really, you really don't want to do it. You know, you might have put it off a couple of times, might have procrastinated. That's your frog. Now, if you get that done first thing, if you eat it, mm. um, swallow it whole, you will feel so much better for the rest of the day. You're not constantly thinking about it, worrying about it, wearing yourself down, you know, mm. and thinking, oh, God, I need to do that. And you've got these negative thoughts going around yeah. in your head, you're ruminating. If you sit down, book in the, the right amount of time for it and get it done, that's your frog. Oh, I love it. It's our favorite. So we've, we've got little, um, uh, in the mornings, we block out frog time. Yeah. in our diaries so that's the time we, we get oh the that's fantastic and yeah. it's actually written frog time, <laughs> yes, frog time. bloody yeah. love that because um i had an experience of this last week I'd, mm. i'm pointing at you yeah. um, <laughs> i believe you <laughs> <laughs> um it was um this piece of work i just kept putting off and yeah. off and yeah. off and it had grown in in, in terror and <laughs> potential catastrophe over that yeah. time the emotions and involved. I, yeah and i just kept putting it off and then i thought yeah. Time has come, Macintosh. I need to do this, yeah. and I set aside a morning, mm-hmm. thinking oh, at least I'll, at least I'll start it if I I'd finished it by lunchtime. And once I got into Fantastic. it and started breaking it down into yeah. little steps, yeah. do you know what? I actually quite enjoyed it, but I you never thought? thought my frog. It was quite a big, a big ugly, like a toad. bugger of a yeah. frog. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's yeah. such a great. Yeah, a great thing just to share, and it's almost it makes it a little bit more playful. And that's the language, you know. Um, uh, mm. we've got some um, case study videos, and they absolutely loved Eat Your Frog, and that's what they do. They go around and they they talk about that. Different organisations, you know, pick mm. up different things, but I think a large part of well being in the workplace and on on Mental Health Awareness Day is just knowing how to talk about things. You know, we mm. don't have the language to des- describe how we're feeling. When you say, "Oh, how are you feeling?" you say, "Stressed." Mm. Yeah, that means so much. What yeah. like, what is what's behind that? Yeah. Whereas if we can help give people some words mm. to help describe in, internally, okay, what's going mm. on? How am I feeling? Um, and then externally, being able to share and say, you know, um, if you're really struggling with a task, it's very hard to go to a manager and say, you know, I'm I'm mm. really struggling with this. But if you go, okay, this is this is my frog. This is what I need to do. And blocking out time for it. Spend ten minutes focusing on it, and then you'll mm. you'll, you'll start your focus. You'll have this this motivation to continue. Then, then great. Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. So I, I, I'm getting, Nikki, that the the app is constantly evolving, developing, mm, being constantly. refined. Yeah. Is there any new science that you're really excited about that, that you're building in, other than ACT, of course, <laughs> but um, any, anything else that you're thinking, oh, how can I make that accessible? I don't know. Without breaking any commercial confidentialities, yeah. any, anything? Yeah. Oh, I'm a sucker for small things. I'm, I'm desperate to get confetti in. <laughs> just to have a bit of I, I'm not a big fan of the word gamification but I think there's something about fun and excitement obviously mm. I'm biased because it's one of my um, one of my uh, my values yeah. but I 
just making things a bit more fun. That's what mm. our, our, our big aims are, are are coming up. We've got some really fantastic content, um, mm. but just making it a bit more engaging. That's what we're working on. But your question was around new science. Um, now I've got my little uh, psychologist antenna buzzing. Yeah, I, can, I can see them, yeah. Buzz. So we're very aware of, of fads and the latest thing. Yeah. So if there is something that comes up, um, I do I do look at it. So um, it's not that recent, actually, but the, the ter- whole term around grit and the, the subject of grit. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What's your, what's, tell me. Well... I think there is there is something to be said for fads. Harvard Business Review shares, you know, all these fantastic articles about different subjects and um, and people do read them and get engaged with them. Mm. And that's, you know, that's why this big movement towards mental health is that it's gone into the popular media. Yeah. Um, we just need to be careful that we are not reinventing old things. So I think going with a going with a, a, a popular topic of that time is a great way um, to market what you're doing and mm. say how it relates to it, but really sticking to the core research. You know, what is behind that? What, mm. what does the science say? And actually, is it similar to other stuff um, yeah. that you're doing anyway? So in terms of new science, uh, we, we're we not jumping on anything, um, but we are consistently improving our approach through um, behavior science, mm. through, um, you know, in terms of new science, it would be whatever is the latest research. Mm. And I'm going to have to do a little plug for our latest research, Ooh, yes, which is please. probably, you know, <laughs> the latest in, in terms of um, new things happening. So we have just completed the largest study of its kind, looking at stress in the workplace, um, using uh, reducing stress in the workplace using a smartphone app. It's fantastic we got to work with the EU on this project. It's part of the Horizon mm. 2020 uh, research. And we were awarded some funding to, to do this to this project. And that's what I've been involved in over the last um, two years. And we're just coming to an end. <laughs> so uh, we've got preliminary results, which are very positive. Um, so using the um, Keller, which is our app, mm. um, application, shown uh, significant improvements um, across stress, sleep, well-being. Mm. Um, now, these are preliminary, so I can't I don't want to yeah, <laughs> I can't course. give the detail behind it. Um, but that is hopefully being um, published soon. We're just writing up for publication now. So in terms of hot off the press, mm. new science. I think that's that's right. the thing we're going for. <laughs> well, hats off to you for for bringing that level of degree of science to the workplace and then using Thank your you. app to measure stuff. Because yeah. Christopher showed me some of the results when I was there for the um, yes for our webinar. webinar. Yes, which we'll have to link in as well. And so yeah, I'll put a link to that too. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's phenomenal what mm. you, what you're doing and what you've done. Yeah. I mean, we always hoped for the best, but when it when it actually happened, it was um, <laughs> it's always fantastic. And yeah. what's really great is the results also showed that the more people used the app, the better the the outcomes, positive outcomes. And also, if people use the sleep tracker, mm. the better their sleep outcomes. So it wasn't you know just overall; it's actually the the engagement with that mm. as well. So yeah, watch this space. Mm. Um, I just love it. You know, we had over nine hundred people. 900 oh, participants wonderful. taking part. So the, the inner psychologist in me, well, not inner, mm. <laughs> me as a psychologist, so inner. loving it. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, we're working with uh, our, our researcher, um, Dr. Savannah Riba in Germany um, to publish the results. Wow. So, yeah. And this Maybe is something I, I spoke to Christopher about yeah. a while back and previously, mm-hmm. is, is that I go in, or me and colleagues go in and deliver... Yeah interventions face-to-face and it could be four sessions of 
two or three hours. Mm. And then we kind of, we disappear. Yeah. It would be amazing if, we, if organisations could then say, look, and here we have this app to help you keep this going. Because in the last session we talked about, how can you keep this practice going? And people do. Yeah, yeah. But with, but with support from a smartphone app, I think mm, yeah. I think that would transform the ongoing experience. Mm. And it's it's not just to it, it's useful in many ways. So obviously, I'm to do science for the sake of science, and it's great to show mm. that you know we we do what we say on the tin, um, you know, improve um, stress outcomes. But also, it can be used in marketing. Mm. Um, I'm a, a a big advocate for. Um, like like you said, using the right language and making it accessible. Mm. If you can go to an organisation and say this works, yeah. this works over time, fantastic. Yeah, you know, it, it is all part of that. And also the participants, you're more likely to take part in something and and give up valuable time. You know, to give up yeah. half a day for a workshop is it's you know it's quite a lot of a lot of time. Absolutely, if you can yeah. say this this will increase your you know yeah your well being over time because of this. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it's a joy to be able to share stuff like yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah, evidence based people. If you're people's People supers. If you're yeah. someone who's got some money to invest in in training development, always ask. Always ask your potential providers. Where's the evidence? Where is the evidence? And don't be don't be seduced or led astray by sexy marketing or groovy graphics. <laughs> Although Summer has groovy graphics. Oh, we have. Yeah, we have and, wonderful graphics. And we both have sexy marketing, obviously. Yeah, but <laughs> but ask for the evidence because. Yeah. Sometimes, I think I can say this, sometimes there's snake oil salespeople out there mm. who will take your money. And this is money you want to invest wisely in your organisation. So, so ask for the evidence. And if you're not sure, ask them to explain the evidence. Mm. That sounds like another T-shirt slogan to add yes, to your yes. T-shirt collection. <laughs> we were just talking about the um, P-Super T-shirts earlier. And um, <laughs> there are none in production yet, so don't get too excited, please, supers. But um, they could be coming. Design. <laughs> I am I am actually wearing a T-shirt today with um, a can of tomato soup on it. It's yeah. that Andy Warhol image. We'll be getting a photo of that, I think. Yeah, I'll definitely. <laughs> Here's a question: Do you and the team at Soma do you use the app? Yep, we all use it in different ways, which is exactly how it's designed to be. Mm. So um, uh, I personally use it if I just need to be reminded of. Of certain things. So now and again, um, my uh, sleep hygiene will go out of the window. Mm. Um, I live in both Bristol and London. So um, I, I work from home in Bristol half the week and then um, come to join the team at the, at the end of the week. So remembering to wind down before bed, mm. remembering, you know, what I need to do uh, yeah. to be able to have a really good night's sleep. Um, I, I have a tendency to forget. We do mm. these things. So, so now and again, I'll, I'll log back in and I'll um, I'll go through the the sleep goals mm. that we have. So we've got one on uh, wake up refreshed, one on fall asleep faster, and then just an introduction to sleep. Mm. Um, so what, how does sleep work? Um, right. Need to have a good night's sleep. I personally don't use the sleep tracker. Um, I don't like having my fed, my phone in bed with me. Mm. Um, I, I I keep it out of the room. Um, and that's an interesting uh, dilemma that we have. Oh, isn't it? Kind of, yeah, because yeah, we're all about, and we're actually working with. Um, uh, several organisations around uh, how to use your phone, mm. and I know I'm sidetracking a bit. I'll, I'll bring it back, um, but yeah, around you know, as I mentioned, tech for good movement, movement mm. using using technology in the best way for you. For me, it's about getting information, being reminded at the right time to put that action in place. Um, but I know myself. I know if I have my phone in bed with me, I'm going to check messages. Mm. Whereas if I if I leave it on charge in a different room, that I have a better mm. relationship with yeah. it. 
other people are absolutely fine. And we do talk about that in, in the Keller app mm. and, and, you know, finding out what works for you. Um, other than members of the team, you know, it's it's a private experience, so they'll um, they'll go through their own journey. But you you do know what 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 subject people are on when they start sharing yeah. what they learned that day. Oh, have you done yeah. your Pomodoro technique, or have you done oh, this today? <laughs> Different things. So, um, yeah, no, we do. I'd love it that you're just bringing it all together in this well of resources. <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly I suppose what we are. Mm. Introducing one at a time in a manageable way. Boom. Bite size. And you mentioned grit. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's really interesting because I think mm-hmm. different psychologists, different professionals take mm-hmm. a concept and then package it in a way that's really accessible. So in a way, they're making it really accessible. Yeah. But in a way, it has the danger that it might turn into a, a fad. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of a really fine balance. I really admire how you don't just leap on a fad bandwagon. Because for me, grit, I think... I'm no expert in this, but I think it's closely correlated with conscientiousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but then if you go into an organisation and say, we're going to increase conscientiousness, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's not an easy in. <laughs> see, yeah. So that, that, that shows that with, um, with caution and a bit of yeah. awareness, yeah, we, can, we can use these things, but without just leaping on a bandwagon yeah. for the sake of it. And as long as you're conscientiously doing it. So yes. as long as you're yeah. very aware that, one. you know, the background, you know, the research behind grit, where it comes from, and you're using that term in order to better access the, mm. you know, the, the people that you would like to share that with, then, you know, I can, I can be behind that. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Nikki, you know, you know as, a, as a P super and a, <laughs> a super fan, may I say, of the show, <laughs> that I do ask for a takeaway Yes. And I think we've got it already. I think yeah. it was that beautiful thing. But I wonder if you'd just mind telling us about the the frog again, yeah. please. So I can, our consumers I can, can practice it. I can box it up and put it in a takeaway. Nice <laughs> one. No, that creates a l- <laughs> an image. I'm not sure how lovely it is. Yeah, go <laughs> well, for it's it. It's meant to be, yeah. Not something you want to open up. So this is one of our... our our, our favourite resources as part of um, the Keller app. It's part of our goal on productivity um, and just getting things done, basically. Mm. And it's finding out what is that sort of really nasty task that you keep on putting off. If you've got a to-do list and it's been on there for a while, or if you've bl- blocked some time in um, in your diary and it, you know it, it's not moving, um, then that's probably your frog. It's something that mm. um, I think when you mentioned it, you mentioned a lot of emotional words a lot of emotional oh, terms you know and I, yeah, I, yeah. I could feel it from you yeah that was an anxiety provoking task so if this um if this task makes you feel a bit nauseated then that's probably your frog mm. the way what you need to do is eat your frog so block in some time where you're focusing just on that thing and first thing in the morning that's when you're fresh that's when you you've got your your energy resources to be able to tackle it and get it done bonus feature um, is telling your colleagues or um, you know your uh, partner that you might be working with um, about it as well. Now they will hold you accountable. You know they'll make sure mm. that you you get that done. And actually, you know, a problem shared is a problem part. If you talk through what that what that thing is, if you can, as long as it's not confidential, um, then I think you'll find it's a lot easier to digest. Thank you for packaging that metaphor so beautifully. Eat your frog, pea supers, on a daily basis. Yeah, let's just try and do a recap. So. You can find out more about Soma. I'll put all the links on the show notes. There's the webinar that happens. Yeah, we run regular events. Um, so we have, we're part of the HR Innovators Network. 
Um, so if you're into HR and innovating, um, then <laughs> it does what it says on the tin. Um, we run regular events in, in London, but we also um, uh, write up notes about them yeah. um, on, our, on our blog as well. So do connect in with that. Um, and you can find out what, what Soma Analytics are up to in that. Yeah, and then there's the, we mentioned earlier, the Evidence-Based HR Forum. Yes. The LinkedIn group. Yeah, groovily named. So do check that out, um, and hopefully we'll put a link in the mm. in the show notes as well for that, so you can find us easily, and yeah, hopefully get on uh, on the next event, which should be coming round up around Christmas time. Excellent. <laughs> Christmas do and event. Exactly. Anything else we should mention? Anything else? Um, well, we are always looking to recruit at Soma. Um, we always have a lot of things going on. We are currently recruiting a science intern. Ooh. Um, I'm so just going to start my application yeah, now. Um. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a chat about you. Know, you do bring a lot, but <laughs> we can work in other ways. Um, yes, yeah, so science intern. Uh, um, I'll put the link in, in the show notes. That's Brilliant. Okay, Ross. Yes, of course. Um, the only requirement is that you uh, are currently studying. Um, it can be, uh, you know, in any way, it can be a, um, a virtual internship if you'd like. We're a European-wide company. We have people working across the world. So it's absolutely fine. Um, and it will be, you know, helping us do what we do best, which is science-based, uh, evidence-based practice. And so. do they have to be studying a particular subject? Not necessarily. So we've had applications um, from all sciences, so biology, chemistry, psychology, neuroscience, Fantastic. Um, PhD, um, uh, MSc, BSc. Um, as long as you're, uh, you know, show enthusiasm, would like to work with us um, and, yeah, are willing to, to take part and, and help us do what we do. Brilliant. What an opportunity. Thank you. And thank you very much for coming on the show, Nikki. Really great to see you. We're going to go off for some lunch now. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. And well, thank thanks for updating us. everyone. And I'd like to think you might come on the show again just to update us on new developments, your research, etc. So I think I can do that. Get in. So thank you. Thank you very much, Russ. P-Supers, there you have it. My conversation with Nikki. I think you'll agree we did cover a heck of a lot of ground and I hope you enjoyed the frog. I'd love to hear from you with your feedback, your reflections or ideas for future episodes. So please do get in touch. Email is peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com Instagram is people.soup and Twitter is peoplesouppod. Any, any medium, please do get in touch. And if you want to review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or now, I'm very proud to say we're also on Spotify, so get yourself over there if that's your thing, and you can check us out on there. All the episodes are in place. I'd like to thank Nikki once again for joining me on the podcast, but most of all, I'd like to thank you, dear P-Supers, the listeners. Thanks for listening, have a great week, and look forward to speaking soon. Cheerio for now. The only thing we need to be careful of is not banging the table. Yeah, I'm try- I'll try not to bang the table. that will go directly. Unless yeah. I have to make a point. Yes, and that's... <laughs> boom! <laughs> <laughs> then that will really make a oh point. Oh my God, that's <laughs> exciting. We'll see, we'll see what topics we come up with.